I am Justin Boyd. Hi, I'm George Luna. I'm Brittany Pacheco. I'm the Black Bruce Wayne, baby. <laughs> and we are the Watchers in the Basement. You know, Frank, I thought you were going to say, and I am Vengeance. That would have been perfect for this. Uh, uh, for the I was going to what George had been saying all, all pre-show long. I want to. I want to be redundant. Want to step on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the Watchers in the Basement. We are here today, of course, to talk about the Batman. This is going to be a spoiler-filled show. So if you have not seen the movie, please see the movie first, then come back and watch this. Um, <laughs> but we will open with uh, some some spoiler-free takes here in a second. Just want to. Um, start out by just you know let's give the rundown of the batman um this movie has had you know we finally got to see it this year it came out march 4th 2022 but this movie is five years in the making originally this movie was supposed to be the ben affleck solo batman film and <laughs> then and affleck was gonna he was gonna direct the movie he was gonna write the movie and obviously star as batman bruce wayne that fell through he decided he wasn't going to direct it. They hired Matt Reeves and Matt Reeves was going to direct it with that, with Affleck starring. But the kind of the word on the street was that, you know, the Affleck story of course would attach to the DCEU would be a part of this Snyder verse, whatever. And Matt Reeves was like, I don't want to do that. So if y'all want to do that, that's great. Don't hire me. I want to do my own thing. And so Matt Reeves dropped out. Then he came back and then he recast the character of Batman Bruce Wayne. We got uh, Robert Pattinson, and I think it was a good decision. But uh, so we finally got the movie after a lot of COVID delays and a lot of, uh, you know, movie industry kind of moves. Uh, the movie has a runtime of two hours and 56 minutes, which uh, it's a long movie. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The box <laughs> office, though. In, in about 10 days is already uh, it's already at 463 million worldwide and it hasn't even been released in china which is supposed to be released in china on march 18th so hmm. and and for those of you who don't want to see the movie in theaters for whatever reason it's supposed to be released on hbo max on april 19th so hmm. a little more than a month it's going to be on hbo max so um i'll be excited to check that out um once again matt reeves directed the movie he also co-wrote the script for the movie and I don't know if y'all are familiar with Matt, familiar with Matt Reeves, but he's directed uh, two of the Planet of the Apes movies. He did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes. He also directed a movie called Cloverfield. I don't know, have uh, Frank or George, have y'all seen these movies? Or yeah, I've seen the Planet of the Apes movies, but I haven't seen okay. Cloverfield. I've seen Planet, Planet of the Apes and Cloverfield. Yeah, I thought I thought both those Planet of the Apes movies were really good. I mean, all three of them, honestly, it's a trilogy, are really good. But I thought the ones he did were were excellent movies. I watched those before I uh, watched the Batman. I was like, wow, this is like, if he can do this with the Planet of the Apes, like IP, like imagine what he'll do with Batman. So um, anyway, I thought it was, uh, I thought those movies were really good, really cool. Like if you, again, if you like the Batman, check out those movies. Um, so now, you know, okay, let's just, just get some spoiler free thoughts. Uh, George, what do you think about the movie overall? Overall, I was my my expectations were super low. I thought, I, I don't know, I didn't know what to expect. Like Rob Pattinson's a good actor. I've seen him in like that that movie, Good Times. That that was a great movie. Uh, that I've seen the Twilight movies, anime, and watch them. He's he's not awful in them. Like they're 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 just kind of cheesy. But uh, nah, I I enjoyed the movie. It was good. 
it's a good movie, but it was a little too long. It didn't have to be this long. Uh, that was my one of my only complaints uh, about the movie. It just felt like it dragged on a little bit too much. Um, but I think Robert Pattinson is great as Batman. He did really, really good. I, I don't know if I'd say he's my favorite Batman, but he's up there. He, he's definitely, he's up there. Um, but uh, what's her name? Zoe Kravitz. Yep. She was great in this movie too. I really, really enjoyed her role in it. Um, dude, Colin Farrell surprised me at the Penguin. I swear to God, I thought that was Joe Pesci, like in a fat suit. Tell me, tell me that he didn't look like Joe Pesci. Like the whole time, him talking and everything, his mannerisms just reminded me of Joe Pesci. Uh, but man, every, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed the movie. Overall, I did enjoy it. I thought it was pretty good. Frank, what about you? What are your thoughts? I thought it was decent. Um, like George said, the runtime was just way too long. I feel like for a solo superhero film, if it's going to be that long, I need more action. Uh, it was it, it, there was too many death spots. There was way too many solo staring into the darkness type type scenes where I, I could have done without that. Um, I I love Pattinson's Batman. I wasn't a fan of his Bruce Wayne though. His Bruce Wayne came out as very gothic, very dark, <laughs> and Bruce Wayne's a Bruce Wayne's a suave, you know, sophisticated, you know, ladies' man, very um, personable, and he was just very grungy. It's a grungy Bruce Wayne. Like I, I, I didn't, yeah. I didn't like the adaptation of his of his Bruce Wayne. I thought the. I, mean, I know it's like what year two, year three of Batman, so maybe it's, yeah, year two of Batman. Yeah. yeah, so maybe he'll he'll come to his own as Bruce Wayne as he gets older, I guess. But yeah, I think that's um, the plan. Yeah, that was a weird. That was a very weird, odd adaptation of Bruce Wayne. Um, probably the weirdest I've seen in any Batman movie. Yeah, I mean, he was he was meant to play like a Kurt Cobain version of of Bruce Wayne, which is that's a sounds like an odd pairing. But I mean, yeah, obviously, there's an nirvana song in the movie which i think works really well with the movie and it works really well with the theme music which is michael giacchino um but so it's a it's an early it's an early batman story and obviously it's a batman who doesn't want to really be bruce wayne i mean he's only in bruce wayne like in a couple of scenes in the movie so it's a very much a i mean he's batman for most of the time so people who can play in other movies are like oh we don't see Batman for 45 minutes. This movie, you see, I mean, he's the most Batman. He's Batman the, almost the whole movie, even when he's not wearing the, the cape and the cowl. Um, I agree that the runtime was long. I think that I didn't really feel it on the, I've seen the movie twice. I didn't really feel it on the first viewing because I, I thought it was, you know, it's a thriller. It's a mystery story. It's a detective story. And it, I, I was interested. So I was locked in, but I think on the rewind, I, I think I'm, more rewatches, I think I'll feel it more. It's much like, again, Snyder Cut is way too long. But like the first time I saw the Snyder Cut, I was so excited and I was so into the story that I like that even though it was four hours long, I could watch it. And same you know, thing with like Endgame. Like Endgame is three hours and two minutes or whatever. But you know what's and, crazy, Jay? What's that? that? The Snyder Cut felt shorter like to me than this fucking movie. Oh, wow. I, I, I didn't feel that. No. And I felt it because like at least that is in like sections and it's in like the chapter and it splits apart. Like this shit, it just felt like it dragged way too long. 
Wow. I see. I, I didn't. And I, mean, I, I wasn't. I wasn't really like hooked on it to like like finally like the Riddler stuff and like it just took too much time to try and solve each like piece, you know, like that they were trying to do like each clue that they would give them. Like, well, see, that's I, the... I think it dragged on. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing <laughs> about the Riddler that I didn't. I mean, I mean, I like the Riddler. Obviously, he was meant to be like a serial killer, like Zodiac, you know, kind of. Definitely. Yeah, like it was like a sort of like seven with Batman characters. Um, I mean, to me, like the riddles, they figured out the riddles way too quick, you know, like, or, or, or like they either figured it out real too quick or like there were obvious ones they didn't figure out for a while that were just like, very, like, okay, so we're in spoiler territory now, this, we're in spoiler ter- territory. So whenever they kept saying like, you know, a rat with wings, I mean, I think everyone in the theater is like, well, he's saying a bat. But they're like, oh, well, a pigeon is a rat with wings. Oh, like a falcon is a rat, you know, like and it was like, and it was like, I mean, they, they didn't actually say Falcon, but like, you know, Carmine, uh, which he's always been for Carmine Falcone in my knowledge of the character. He's referred to as for Carmine Falcone in this. And I, I believe he's referred to as Falcone because it's very similar to Falcon, you know, and that's mm-hmm. part of the Riddler's one of his riddles. Um, I, did, I just think that like I knew going in the movie was going to be two hours and 56 minutes. So like I was prepared for that and I was interested in it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it could be too late. It could be two hours and 30 minutes or two hours and 20 minutes easily. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it definitely, to me, it's like so much better than the Snyder cut, just like story-wise. Like, it's just like, they create a, they create a really like cool version of this world. And like, I mean, I think like the opening scene of the, or the not the opening scene, but the opening scene with Batman is one of the best Batman scenes where he's talking about this, the, the bat symbol and he's saying like you know when the light when it hits this when that light hits the sky and you see these criminals who are like in fear that he's like lurking in the shadows and he says i am the shadows and then like when he comes out and just beats the hell out of that face painted gang like shout out tim drake bro yeah yeah tim drake i saw that yeah yeah, the actor, I think his name's Jay Lykirko. He plays Tim Drake. Are, they, are they connecting these universes? or what the I don't know. No, no, I don't think so. In fact, it, interesting enough, he filmed that that cameo in this movie before he did Titans. Really? But we saw Titans because this was, this part was filmed in 2019. For the movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's forever. Yeah, so the fact that he plays Tim Drake in Titans, uh, I don't think cool. they're going to connect it, but they do. I mean, obviously, when you see him, he is not, you know, I mean, his face, his face is half painted. So it's yeah. like, he's obviously kind of conflicted. He wasn't, doesn't want to attack this guy. Whereas like the gang leader tells him to do that. So I don't, I mean, he might be playing a version of Robin in this, but I don't think it'll be connected to the Titans uh, universe. Well, I think they could now, like, I think they could connect it. Like they, they can make it happen. <sighs> they could, but then I'd like his face, if they, they weren't going to do that, but then you've also got a, you know, you've got a Batman in that Titans universe. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it kind of does fuck things up. Yeah. So it's it's not um it's like all the stuff with the with DC. It's not really ideal. They did not have a grand plan that they kept, you know, changing, you know, like or they kept like adjusting to on the fly like Marvel has, whereas they're just doing separate projects, which in my in my estimation, that's the best thing for DC because I think like the Joker, you know, or Joker was an awesome movie, and I think it's going to be a sequel. Yeah, I like that. I like this movie a lot. Like, I think that them trying to connect stuff just—it's not their thing. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, 
Uh, so, like I said, we're in spoiler territory. Let's let's talk a little bit more about the characters. We we talked about uh, Robert Pattinson a little bit, but let's let's start out with Robert Pattinson playing uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne. Um, where? Okay, so I know it's only one movie, but like George, you were saying, you think he's like he's up there with your your favorite Batman mm-hmm. or Batman. Like, wh- where do you th- where do you kind of rank him? Where do you see him in the pecking order of the actors who play Batman or his version of the character? Okay, I'm gonna go like recent Batman's. I'm gonna put. Uh, I, I I still think Christian Bale is my my favorite Batman. Even like with Bruce Wayne, like Frank says, he he they have to play both roles. So him and right. Bruce Wayne was fucking sick too. Like he did a great job. Ben Affleck. Uh, he. I like his his Batman Bruce Wayne. It's okay, uh, but I think Robert Pattinson as Batman. I like. I, I think I preferred more uh, than uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. But I preferred Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne compared to his Bruce Wayne. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that, that makes total sense. Yeah, I got you. So, Frank, what what are your kind of thoughts on like where do you rank Pattinson as a Batman and a Bruce Wayne? Um, I have Christian Bale one. Um, I have Michael Keaton two. Um, Val Kilmer's dead last. George Clooney is second to second to last. Um, and I, I got Pattinson three. I got Pattinson three. Yeah, I got yeah. So Bale, Keaton, Pattinson. He 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 didn't do a bad job at all. I mean, I, I like. It's a good movie. I just I don't know, man. It felt like I was watching a vampire. Um. As Bruce Wayne, he was just very deadpan. I just, I don't. Well, I mean, I, he is a bat, right? He, he's, he's the bat, you know. Now you basically know what Twilight is, Frank. So, just Wait, saying. there's like there was no pizzazz as Bruce Wayne. Um, and then like, no, but I think that was a, that was on purpose, though. That was like intentional because he's a young, it, he's a young, like, he's a young person becoming that 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 persona. Because Bruce Wayne is like the mask, like Batman is who he really is, you know. Mm-hmm. So. No, I I get that. I get that. If 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 he develops his bat his Bruce Wayne more in, in the next in the next film, then I'm I'm cool with it. If it's the same as Bruce Wayne that I saw in this one, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Um, but I, I've always I'm like Britney with Spider Man. I've always struggled with Batman because they call him the world's greatest detective, but he's some basic ass criminals, dog. <laughs> basic basic ass criminals like Penguin to the Mad Hatter to the joker these are basic criminals man and like and like he he always gets outsmarted every freaking movie it seems like and he's supposed to do with the world's greatest detective so that balance w- with me all has always been perplexing to me um can i tell you right now turn stark won't be outsmarted who is that tony stark oh he, no right yeah he, he would have been dead halfway through the movie really was so um, <laughs> i don't i mean it took him three yeah. hours to, I, just, I just i don't I struggle with Batman villains. I really do. I really do. So, you know, you, you touched on something that I wanted to talk about is the detective part of it, because like, while like I did, I had to point out something earlier about how the, the flying, the rat with wings, like that seemed like that was pretty obvious. That it was a bat. Like, I did like the fact that he was a detective in this movie, whereas the other movies, he's really not a detective at all. Yeah, I mean, I like, I mean, like he might have one scene where he's like kind of a detective, but like this movie was very heavy on, being the world's greatest detective or becoming a detective or, you know, he's, um, I don't know. I, I, I did like that part of it. And, uh, I think that, like I said earlier, I, I think that like 
I think this version of Batman, I mean, it's just one movie, but he is like the most Batman of any of the Batman actors. Like, I don't think he's the best, but I think like if he does two or three movies or maybe does even more, like I think he will be the definitive Batman when it's all said and done. I think that like, I mean, to me, his only real competition is Christian Bale. And just because the Bale movies were so, were so great. I think that those movies, and I mean, people can, there's, there's holes in those movies too. And people have picked them apart, but there was a certain, like, like it's, it felt like Christian Bale's version really understood the character. And I feel like this version is the same way in, I mean, it's, it's slightly different, but it's also like very true to the character. Whereas like, with Ben Affleck, like I think Ben Affleck looks cool in the suit. He's this big jacked up dude, and his Bruce Wayne is like this older, like you know, playboy suave guy. But like the his Batman was very dumb, and his Batman was very much like he was a killer who was chasing Superman because Superman might kill people, but Superman was saving people. Like it just didn't. It's like what if Superman becomes me and kills people? Then I I'm gonna have to go after him. Like, it, just didn't, it, didn't, it didn't make. It just didn't work. Like for that. For, for Batman to me, like it's like he was more of like a, a punisher, you know, with Batman tech or something. Um, but really, like, I, honestly, I don't think there's ever really been a bad actor to play Batman. I think there's been bad Batman movies like Batman. Robin is atrocious. I mean, it's horrible. <laughs> it's you know, it's I mean, it, it's literally unwatchable. It's an unwatchable movie. But I think the other Batman movies are not too bad. I think the other Batman actors are, are pretty good. I think Batman Forever is actually like better than you know, better than I think, I think Batman 89 has a special place in my heart, but like, I think Batman forever is a better movie or it's, or it's like, at least it's better than Batman returns. And those are the Batman movies. George Clooney is too pretty to play Batman, bro. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't, he, 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 like, he literally like a model the whole time. Even the way he fought was very model, like, like very runway, like, and like, I get it. Come off of ER. Like he, you know, he's one of the highest (laughs) stars on the planet. You know, top billing name, but I I feel like I was watching a model in a bat suit. He actually admitted later on that he really regretted taking on the role of Bruce Wayne Batman. He's like, he goes, I did not enjoy that at all. He's like, I hated it. Uh, Probably one of the bigger regrets of his career was taking on that role. George Clooney now says that, but George Clooney Mm -hmm. back then would still like if he were he went if he went back in time he'd still do it. Like, how are you going to turn out being Batman? Like. It was it was kind of his entryway into becoming a movie star. So like while that Batman movie wasn't good, like he became a huge movie star. And I mean, you know, I don't I don't really understand. Like the movie wasn't good, but like I don't think he was that bad. I mean, yeah, Frank, I, I agree with your opinion. Like he wasn't the most physical Batman, and also because it was the most like like campy, silly Batman too. You know, like it was Mister Freeze with these like with Schwarzenegger with these terrible puns, and, and like you know, it was like. It was very like cartoony and almost like more cartoony than like the 60s Batman TV show. It really was. I don't know. It wasn't. Uma Thurman was pretty hot in that that role of a. Of, uh, no, she was. was yeah. Dr. It was, Dr. Isles. Yeah. She's Poison Ivy. Um, yeah. I know. But like, her other persona was uh, Dr. Yeah. Isles. Anyway. Right. I, I don't know. I, I think we've had. I think we've. I, I think. Here's what I think. I think it's hard to be bad as Batman because you're wearing a mask. You know what I mean? Like you, if you just like kind of have a whisper voice and you can wear the suit, I think you're going to be a pretty decent Batman. The, 
being Bruce Wayne's a different thing. And that's where Christian Bale really shines because his Bruce, his oh, Bruce yeah. Wayne, you know, his Bruce Wayne was really his Bruce Wayne is not tremendously different mindset of like Pattinson's. It's just, we see him at a, we see him at a different point where he knows he's got to be the suave, like pompous Bruce Wayne in public to throw people off the scent that, Hey, like who, I mean, who could afford to be Batman? Well, there's only literally like one guy, but like, if you, you know, if you make it like, well, you're this like guy who's driving sports cars and you've got like, you know, uh, models with you at, at, at these public events and you don't care about anything but yourself. If that's what you sell to everyone, then they're, they're more likely to believe it than if you're like this, like Pattinson, who's this, um, you know, this very like, I mean, he, he wants vengeance and like you even see him in the movie where there are scenes where he goes out on, on the streets and he's got like a hood and like a face mask thing. He's already got the eye black painted on his eyes and he has the, he has the suit with him, you know, like he's, it's a very, it's a very different take on Batman. You know, it wasn't like he was always in the suit. He was like kind of always on the street, whether it was in costume or not looking for, you know, for criminals. Now I, I will say this about the DC properties. Now I think they found a formula to where, they need to stay away from the continuity properties of like Justice League and making all these movies match up. It seems like Dark Knight was its own solo property. I did great. Joker won an Oscar. You know, um, this this Batman's gonna probably make a billion dollars uh, or, or somewhere close. And I, I feel like they do better. They do a better job of just making solo films that that have no continuity with any other properties. Aquaman, I think, made a billion dollars as well, even though it was probably just League property. But um, they need to dumb it down and just make and just make solo grim dark movies. That that that's DC's montage. That's that's their vibe. Everything is gritty, um, and I, I think they they will be successful doing that. Yeah, I think they're going to try to do both, honestly, and that it may work. I mean, you know, they're going to have this Flash movie, which now is being delayed till 2023, but that's going to kind of connect the justice league like i don't think batman and superman are really going to be a part of those movies really i mean michael keaton's going to play batman again somehow like in like a in like a nick fury kind of role where he's going to be a part of the team but a part of the league but not really like in it you know like not really in the in the hand-to-hand fights i think they're going to try to highlight the characters that have worked like gal gadot's wonder woman jason moe's aquaman um and i think they're going to be like those characters are going to lead the league while Batman with Pattinson has his own separate movie movie series. And there's supposed to be another Superman series, which will not include Henry Cavill. There's, you know, talk that it could be like Michael B. Jordan as a, as a Superman or there could be, there could be another Superman. That's also a black Superman. Um, or it could be a whole different Superman. Is it going to be Idris Elba? No, no, but that, that would, I mean, for an older Superman, that would work, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always said that, like, w- after Black Panther came out and was like this huge cultural phenomenon and like just took over the world, like, DC should have greenlit a Black Superman movie like that week. They should have said, you know what? We should just do this because at that point, mm-hmm. they are like their Justice League stuff wasn't working. They haven't used Henry Cavill even since then. So it's like they should have like, went that direction. They would have probably had a a billion dollar franchise like this past summer or something. So, yeah. So, so, uh, y'all, 
already yep. know this, but for everyone else who's you know tuning in, I actually haven't watched this movie just because on principle, I don't care for Robert Pattinson and I'm over the whole Batman thing, you know, just like I was with Spider-Man. You know, we've had so many different movies, so many different actors portraying the same character. Um, so I'm I'm very interested to hear, you know, y'all's perspective of this movie aside from, you know, Robert Pattinson. But I, I'm curious with Zoe Kravitz's character as, as Selena Kyle. I'm assuming she's a Selena Kyle, right? Because she is Catwoman. Um, her she's never referred to as Catwoman. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. She's just so, Selena Kyle, but she is very much Catwoman, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. So I'm curious, like, how did she do in her role? You know, what did she bring to to the character that is Catwoman? I'll let George go. <laughs> so I've, I've seen her on, like, a couple of TV shows, and, like, I, I, I never really cared for her as, like, an actress or, like, anything like that, but this role, I think she did really good, good in, like, uh, she sold me on, on being Catwoman. Yeah. Okay. Frank. Okay. Frank. Yeah. I mean, I, I think she encapsulated the femme fatale persona of Selena Kyle. Very sexy, very deadly. Um, uses her sexual appeal to get what she wants um, while being a, a an exquisite elite fighter. Um, you know, she she noted. I thought she I thought she did a great job playing Catwoman. Um, uh, I have her as my second favorite Catwoman after Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Um, and I think she has room to grow, too, because she's so young. Um, mm -hmm. So they, they decide to bring her back for another one or a third one or whatever. I, I think it, it, they, have, they have good chemistry. Pattinson had good chemistry, for sure. Um, even though those, there were times in that movie Pattinson seemed awkward. His Bruce Wayne seemed awkward around her, like unsure of himself, which, again... I have to keep telling myself this is year two, Bruce Wayne. Year two, this is yeah. not a season Bruce Wayne yet. But um, I, I love the vibe of, of of Zoe Kravitz in this movie. I think that they should do a better job of uh, showcasing these other non-Batman um, protagonists. I have a question. So uh, she played like a big, like a, well, she brought in a big clue was the, the voicemail. What did, whose phone was that? That was that Annika's Annika's phone. Okay, the so Russian girl. Voicemail for her. So I thought. So I was fucking confused because I thought she had the voicemail the whole fucking time. Oh no! I'm like, Why I'm the fuck didn't you just check your phone? So she didn't. So okay, that's a good question. I'm not sure if she, she, said like, she left got a the message for me. So I think it was on her phone. That's what it was. It was on her phone. And she, like, did, she didn't notice it till now. Well, remember there was that scene when when she lost her phone. Remember that? Oh no. Yeah, there was a scene whenever she first meets Batman in, uh -huh. I guess, I think it's at her at her apartment at her or whatever. Apartment. Yeah, and someone breaks in. Remember, they're in there and they someone breaks yeah. in, and then okay. she makes their point. She goes, "Oh, they took my phone." Oh, okay. See, I, I didn't catch oh, that. No. I was just like this. I was like, "Why the fuck didn't you just check the, your phone the whole time?" Yeah, yeah. no, it's actually I, remember I whenever they whenever they come back, they come yes. back after they were on like and the apartment's been raided and everything. that's what it was. And then she okay. goes. They See, took I, did, I didn't catch that at all. They didn't yeah. have to be like I didn't catch that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I was just thinking, wow, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty long. It was like a minute and a half voicemail with yeah. excellent with excellent audio quality too. Yes, right? I was like, how could you? How could you not notice this? Yeah. And then when she found the officer, that's how she found her phone, right? Because he's the one that raided the apartment. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So now that makes sense. I was so pissed off yeah. about that. I was like, this is so fucking dumb. They, I mean, they did explain stuff pretty well. I thought. Um, uh, but I, that that must have been way too quick because I did not catch that. Yeah. Um. As far as Zoe Kravitz, I thought she was awesome. I think the acting in this movie across the board was superb. I mean, I, I don't think there was any, like, all the actors were great in this movie. I mean, that's, yeah. but, but with her, I think that, you know, she could definitely carry a Batman, or I mean, a Catwoman movie on her own. And, yeah, sure. and that's what's really cool about. Plot twist, she becomes Batman. Right. <laughs> that's what really is really great about Batman and also Spider-Man is they have so many villains, but they have so many people in their world, so many characters. So like, well, I've already heard people like saying like, Oh, I wonder who's going to be wonder woman or Superman in this world with patents. And it's like, no, 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 don't worry about that. Like, <laughs> let's just deal with the Batman characters. There's all these different versions of Robin and there's Nightwing and there's, you know, all these other villains. And there's so much of like the bat family and the bat characters to explore that you don't need to bring in Superman and yeah. wonder woman and those i mean maybe way down the road if they want to do something with a new set of justice league actors and then maybe you do that but right now just focus on the all these characters because there's so many great characters because they've never really had i mean robin was was in uh batman forever and batman and robin but those are you know batman and robin's terrible um Robin was name checked, obviously, in The Dark Knight Rises in a very cool moment with uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt. But I mean, he wasn't really Robin. Like, that wasn't yeah. really his name. That was, that was like his first name or something. Um, but we've never really explored like the, the Nightwing stuff. Now, we have in Titans, and it's been great. And that's been the best part of Titans, has been the Batman stuff. But on the big screen, we haven't seen that. And there's just so much there. And like, like again, with Zoe Kravitz, like, she could definitely do a Catwoman movie by herself and fight, mm-hmm. you know whatever the villain is or whoever she's taking on, like she could definitely headline it. And well, interestingly enough, this isn't the first time she's played Catwoman. Do you know that she's, uh, she's played Catwoman before. Well, like a voiceover or something. Yeah. She was the voice of Catwoman in the Lego Batman movie. Oh, okay. So, I, I, I didn't watch that one. I've only seen the Lego movie. I've, I've seen it, but I didn't know that. Okay. I mean, Catwoman only has like one line. I mean, there's yeah. so many characters in that movie. I mean, it's kind of funny. It's, it's, those it's movies not my are favorite, cute. but those movies yeah. are cute. So uh, I, I, I want to point out real quick um, that we've got a lot of, you know, actors that have crossed over from like Marvel to DC, you know, with respect yeah. to this movie, like Zoe Kravitz, she has been an X-Men character in X-Men first class, which is, is a Marvel property. And then we've got um, Colin Farrell. I know who plays Penguin, which I still can't believe that that's actually him with with the bodysuit george you mentioned the whole joe pesci thing i think that would have been like the most perfect analogy at this point i'm going to see if i can pull up um the picture of of uh colin farrell as you know as i didn't Penguin. know that was colin farrell so i looked it up right now yeah no i i think that's that's okay that's hilarious actually so here we, oh no no there we go um, uh, moving on so the fact well, that, that you him. know yeah. so the fact that we have colin farrell <laughs> Um, he's been in the Ben Affleck Daredevil. He was Bullseye. Um, can't stand that movie. Um, but I, I can't believe the transformation in the sense of, you know, making him Colin Farrell, because he's an extremely good looking man, making him look 
into this despicable type penguin character. Now it's no Danny DeVito penguin, of course. That that was a completely literal interpretation, in my opinion. But this is a yeah. No, this one's a, way better, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, and other characters I want to point out. Then I'm I'm very curious to hear y'all's opinion about the villains in this movie. Um, uh, Jeffrey Wright, who was the Watcher, he's the voice of the the Watcher in uh, What If, and he plays Commissioner Gordon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, L- Lieutenant Gordon, or yeah, he's Lieutenant not Commissioner Gordon. yet. Yeah. Okay, so he okay, and then we also have Andy Circus. Andy Circus plays uh, Alfred Pennyworth. He's also been in. Um, yeah, oh my God. Movie. What's that? He was in Black Panther. Black Panther. He was, but before that, he was in uh, Age of Ultron. But yeah, so I think it's interesting now that we've got a bunch of these actors who have previously been in Marvel, you know, related movies. Now that they've made, like, they have crossed over to DC, I guess, at this point. So um, can y'all talk a little bit about Colin Farrell's Penguin? What was he like? What did y'all think of the performance? And whoever wants to go first. I, I, I'll pick on Frank first. <laughs> I didn't know that was Colin Farrell until after the movie ended. Uh, <laughs> and I saw the credits. I was like, get the fuck out of here. This is Colin Farrell. What the fuck? Um, now, he did a great job, man. Like, it, it's it's a different rendition of Penguin. But Colin's such a method actor. Like, he, he, he just created a whole new vibe and a whole new uh, aura of Penguin. And I, I, I dug it. I mean, it's the way the movie is setting up. He's going to be a, a villain very, very soon, as a main villain very, very soon. Um, you know, it, you, you kind of got an origin story from Penguin as well in this movie as well. So, um, he, he did a great job, man. I mean, what can I say? The guy's a beast when it comes to acting. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, George. No, I already said my piece. I, I, That's I, true. I, I, thought, I thought it was Joe Pesci the whole fucking time. <laughs> I can see it though. I can definitely see it. You know, especially with uh, we were rewatching. Um, oh God, what's what's one of those? Goodfellas, yeah, thank you. Or was it Casino? One of the two. Either way, Joe Pesci's in those movies, and and even just like this picture that we have on the screen, it, it, it kind of commands like power in yeah. a way. You and know, it's just, the, it's just how it, his mannerisms, how he talks, like like a like a mob boss or type shit. Like, yeah, it, it just sounds like him. Okay. And Justin, what are your what was your whole overall take of Colin Farrell as Penguin? Yeah, I thought he was great. Um, he. You know, we get to see the Iceberg Lounge uh, that he's kind of uh, managing. Um, he is Carmine Falcone's like underling in the movie. And, um, you know, we don't get, he's not really a mob boss yet, but he's kind of uh, rising to that level. And uh, yeah, I mean, and then he has one of the best scenes in the movie with, with the, uh, the, the chase scene with the Batmobile, and the sick. fire and stuff. That was an awesome scene. And we'll talk more about the Batmobile here in a little bit, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, Colin Farrell was awesome. And, you know, also kind of just kind of note um, back in, I think 2002, he was slated to play Batman in a Batman versus Superman movie back then where Jude law was going to be Superman. So obviously that movie didn't happen, but uh, he got to be in a Batman movie 20 years later, which that's actually kind of interesting just because I'm going to pull a, a Harry Potter relation to this. Both Colin Farrell and Jude Law have been in the Fantastic Beasts uh, franchise, which is kind of a prequel to Harry Potter, um, both playing uh, different characters, of course. But I, I think that's just kind of interesting how like they were going to be slated to be in a movie together and then they're yeah. in a different franchise anyway. Um, so the other villain in this movie that I'm, I don't know anything about him is 
Paul Dano or AKA he's uh, that's the actor, but he plays the Riddler. So is the Riddler this guy right here that we have on screen? Yep. Okay. That's the Riddler. This this to me kind of reminds me of Scarecrow from Batman Mm -hmm. Begins, which that's my least favorite movie from the Nolan trilogy. What's this dude's deal? He is an orphan. It's very different. I'm assuming he's different than the Jim Carrey Riddler in Batman Forever, which, by the way, is one of my favorite Batman movies. (laughs) Although he is wearing the same glasses that Jim Carrey wore in the movie. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. No, he's basically um, he was an orphan who grew up in Wayne Manor. And in this version of Batman, Wayne Manor was a children's home. The Waynes actually lived in Wayne Tower. They donated their their mansion to this orphanage. He grew up in the orphanage. And there's a book about this movie. There's a prequel book that I read a couple days before the movie. And it gives you a really good background on on Batman, on the Riddler, on the Batmobile. There's a lot of really cool stuff. Um, I I, I recommend anybody, uh, if you're really interested in this movie, to check out this book. And it's a light read. I mean, it's like 120 pages. Like, I flew through it like an hour and a half. What's it called? it's called Before the Batman. I think Brittany hmm. might actually have an image if you can throw it up there. I do. Of the I book. Do. Uh, but the Riddler, there, there's yeah. the book right there. It's called Before the Batman. I, I got it on Amazon. It was like 10 bucks. And I, I I thought it was awesome. Like, and I'm not a big reader, as y'all probably know, but I was really interested in the movie. So I, I read this. And um, yeah, there's a lot of really cool information. Uh, in the book, the Riddler, like I said, he's an orphan growing up in in Wayne Manor and he sees Bruce Wayne and obviously he doesn't like Bruce Wayne, but because of the fact that Bruce Wayne, you know, becomes an orphan and everyone feels sorry for him because his parents are killed, which we don't see in this movie, which that's good. We don't see that in this one. Um, But, you know, he's like, you know, everyone's feeling sorry for this poor billionaire kid. Meanwhile, you know, we're, we're these orphans and we live like, like he even says in the movie, you know, there were like 20 of them in a room or whatever. And that the winters, it was so cold that, kids would die and stuff like that he talks about his life and in the book he he grows up and he eventually becomes like a forensic uh, accountant which that's what he's mentioned as a, a as his employee you know what he does for a living in this movie but uh, before that like when he's like in high school or college he actually burns down wayne manor <laughs> oh. because yeah so he's he's always had an axe to grind against bruce wayne and against the waynes um but yeah, I mean, Paul Dano was great in this role, and you know, the Riddler is obviously the main villain in the movie. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll let somebody else talk. I've done a lot of talking about the Riddler, so uh, George, <laughs> you go. So th- this is the thing that like fucked with me was like the the scene where they they they're in the the prison scene or wherever, and he just starts saying Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, the whole fucking movie. Yep. I assume that this motherfucker knew that he was Batman. I thought the same thing. Yep. And honestly, I still think he does. I think he does know it and he's just fucking with him. And I think, I think he's just going to keep that to himself because he said it at first, like he's a Bruce Wayne's like, we almost had him, whatever. And then he says Bruce Wayne again after that shit. So I I think he's just fucking with him. He just want to see, like, just kind of like tell him like, yes, I know your secret. Like, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna tell anyone, but I'm gonna hold this shit over you. Yeah, I think I think that's something I could play on later on, especially that now that he met the Joker and shit, in, in the in that prison cell. 
Yeah. But I don't know. That 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 fuck with me. I, I that was a turn that I was kind of annoyed at. I was like, damn, how does motherfucker like how do you figure it out? Like I'm uh, I'd love to see like the explanation of everything. Which he was so close. He could have had like everything figured out because when he sent the note uh that to the bomb to uh Bruce Wayne's house, right? He knew yeah, Bruce Wayne right. doesn't he doesn't go out, he's like a recluse, he literally stays at home all the time. Right. That should be the clue right there. If he's that fucking smart, he should know that if he wasn't there, Bruce Wayne would be Batman. Why the fuck would he not be home? Yeah, George, I totally agree with you. In fact, the first time I saw the movie, I I thought he knew. And then I was listening to a podcast afterwards and they were saying, oh no, he he didn't know. And I was like, I don't really, I think he does know. But then when I saw the second time, I was like, okay, I get it. I get what they're talking about where he, you know, he, you're right. He's saying Bruce Wayne or whatever. It made it seem like he didn't know. Like he, right. in the like, movie, it seems like he doesn't know, but I think he secretly knows. I think he does, but I think, but in the movie, they do make it like that he doesn't know, which know. is very, very like, that's just my theory. That, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm yeah. not saying that's, but that's my theory that I think that he really does know. Frank, what do you think about that? Just the Riddler overall. I thought he knew when he was screaming at him in Arkham. I just thought he knew that was Bruce Wayne because Bruce because Bruce Wayne looks he look Batman looks spooked. So I, I just assumed that he knew. Like he looks super spooked, and then like and then like it looked like his words crashing down. Like oh shit, I've been Batman two years already. My Identity is, is already uh, up in the air due to this crazy villain that I'm going against. But I mean, ha- the way the way you guys have explained it, maybe maybe he didn't know. Maybe it was just him just screaming the name out of frustration that this kid gets got all the praise and all the sorrows, while him and all all of his uh, yeah. orphan comrades were you know were fighting for scraps. I guess that's true. But here's another here's another like uh, thing for my theory that he knew. He kept saying to Bruce Wayne, you're seeing him freak the fuck out like that, right? You're seeing Batman freak out for this reason. Like, why are you saying whatever? Like, that should be a clue right there, too. Like, yo, why are you doing this? Like, and then he just tells them, like, to, like, he didn't know. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. I thought that was kind of a, a weird part of the movie. I don't know if it, um, yeah. I don't know. I think I think that was that might be a problem with the movie. Who plays Joker in this movie? So it's the actor. Um, he was Druig in the Eternals. His name is Barry. I think it's Keon is how you pronounce his name, and he is it's a very Joker. Irish name. Yeah. Now in the credits, he's credited as Unseen Arkham um, Prisoner. Joker. What's that? That was Officer Joker. Oh, Stanley. Yeah, I thought it was Two Face for a second. The way that the side profile. That, no, I thought that too. I I, I couldn't tell what, if it was Two Face or Joker, but then the laugh and everything and the smile kind of like made it seem like I was like, oh, okay, it's Joker. Yeah, no, it's definitely Joker. Uh-huh. Okay. It's Joker. Okay. And and Matt Reeves has said that that you know everyone's like, oh, you're going to do the Joker in the second movie. He said that's not necessarily the case. He's just establishing that. There is a Joker already in this world. Okay. Because I, I actually don't think the Joker is going to be the villain in the second movie. I mean, he might be in the movie, but I don't think he's going to be the main villain like he was like in The Dark Knight. I hope not. I, I just think that's, that, that would be just so lazy to bring Joker back again. There's so many characters from yeah. Mad Hatter to Clayface 
to Two Face. Like you have you have so many of these characters that haven't been well, Two Face has been used in Dark Knight, but yeah. you have so many characters that haven't been you kill a croc. Like all these different characters have not been touched yet that yeah. you you can expound this world on. I don't know about Killer Croc if he's going to happen because this is you know pretty much a grounded universe at least right now it is. Um, I don't know. Like I don't know if we're going to see uh, the supernatural kind of villains. Mm. Um, I mean, but maybe we'll eventually. Who knows? You know. Um, but you know, the, the one thing, one of my problems with the movie is, man, Batman gets shot a lot in this movie. Like oh, I, I, I mean, yes. I know he has armor. Yes. I know he has armor on and like, but he gets shot up close a lot. And yes. or, you know, he has a bomb explode in his face. Like he, there's you know, a lot of stuff that happens. Justin, you know what I told Anna when we were watching this fucking movie? I was like, can no one shoot this motherfucker in the, in the chin? Yeah, I know. He got a shotgun blast. Like why just not aim up towards his face? Right. Right. That was, that was insane. Uh, I mean that scene whenever he's he's fighting those guys in that hallway, in the and like all you see is the, yeah the flash, which it's basically the same scene that's in Rogue One with Darth Vader because the same person shot the scene. Yeah, the same guy that did Rogue did that scene in Rogue One did the the Batman. It's such an awesome looking scene, and that same scene's also in the third of the Apes movies with with uh, the Apes and uh, Woody Harrelson's character. Yeah. They do it again, and it's also cool in that movie. But you're right, like there's like three guys with the machine guns. How did not one of them shoot him in the face in some it's way? A, you know, like movie. that's, it's a movie. Storm, are they stormtroopers? Right. Exactly. Maybe they were. Yeah. I mean, and, honestly, then, I, could have been. and then the second thing about the, the Batman, that, I mean, it's a movie. I understand that we don't want to see Batman just, you know, be shot in the head or him die from falling. But the part where he gets in that suit where he can fly that squirrel suit or whatever. That was funny. That was and then so whenever funny. he, he pulls his uh, uh, the parachute. parachute under a bridge. He hits that right above a bus, and he just eats shit. Like he hits so hard, <laughs> like, and you're like, how does he not have like every broken, like everybody in his, in his, in his every bone in his body should be broken? I mean, like, just he hits Why the pavement so over hard. the bridge. That's my question. I don't he know. Was controlling I don't know. it. He literally could have just like gone up, pulled the, the parachute. Yeah, it seems like to me they're trying to show that this is very like young Batman. He okay, does see, totally okay, know. that makes sense. Because like like that was like, why would you like if, if I were doing that, I'd be terrified that I'm about to die, but I wouldn't do it right there because I'm like, I'm gonna guarantee my death right there. I might like I'm either gonna hit the bridge or I'm gonna hit the bridge and the bus is gonna run over me. You know what I mean? Like, how about <laughs> I just do it where there's no car, there's no one, you know, like I don't know that that part definitely like I mean it looked cool until he got until he hit you know hit the ground but um, I think you're right Jay I think they're making it seem like he's still young he still has a lot to learn yeah, as, like, I don't think he'd ever done life. that before you know what I mean like I don't think he because because even when he got up there he he was he like right. whoa like he looked yeah. down and he saw how far it was and yeah. all the other Batman movies he just kind of used his cape and his cape would have like you know like a the material would be where he could kind of glide it'd be like a glider but this one he had like this full suit that just like you know, he pushed a button or whatever, and then, and then jumped. Um, yeah, there was I don't a know. scene. There was a scene towards the end of the movie. He got shot by like a shotgun. Like, oh yeah, close. I'm yeah. like, come on, bro. Like, how's he? How's he not have internal bleeding, bro? A shotgun, bro. Like point blank range. Well, I mean, he did have he, like armor. He had armor on his chest. You know, like 
like upper torso. But no, I mean Bro, he did that. That's armor. Like it's it's no, meant I, to be. Yeah, I, I I get that, but he got shot like sixty five times and oh, then a shotgun, yeah. like. I don't care what armor you have. I don't care if it's vibranium. You're not taking that, bro. You human <laughs> dog? Like, come on, bro. Like, the, the the impact alone from a shotgun is gonna is gonna cave your chest in. Cause they, cause the impact alone, he's not he's not fucking Thor. Like, he's a human being. Like, yeah. And, and like and like, bro. There's no like he's not he's there's no like internal bleeding. There's no like like there's nothing. Like he just gets up and goes home. Like, come on, bro. Also, yeah. I just want to say. uh Poor city planning from uh, the city of Gotham for <laughs> creating this fucking city next to a, a little shitty levy wall that can literally just be blown up and the whole city's fucked. Wait, wait, wait. You're not criticizing a city for having bloody flooding issues, are you? And you because <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is in Houston. If it rains a little bit too much, it floods. If the wind blows yeah. a little bit too much, we lose power. If it's kind of colder, we lose power. Like we're, you know. And we're the uh, energy capital of the world, but uh, anyway. And definitely, when a levee breaks, like we're gonna be without water for quite yeah. a bit of time. <laughs> but uh, Gotham or it's contaminated. Gotham is fucked. It was the same way in yeah. Dark Knight, the same way in Justice League. Like every, right. like every, it was a, there was a flood in three Gotham scenes in three different movies. <laughs> but is yeah. is this is this Gotham right next to Metropolis? Inquiring minds want to know. They don't, they don't say that. Oh, no. No. oh, oh no. goodness. That, so I've, I've been listening to you guys talk about like the movies, the characters, of course, the performances and what have you. Um, I'm still not 100% sold on watching well, this movie, either in theaters or when it comes out on HBO Max, because I really just don't want to give money to this thing. Um, one <laughs> thing y'all haven't talked about at this point, and I know Justin probably really wants to talk about it now, is the Batmobile. How does the Batmobile compare, do. compare to That's others? Long. So when I first saw this Batmobile design a couple of years ago, I wasn't too keen on it because I don't, it's not like, I think the, the 89, the key Batmobile is the coolest one, you know? And I think I like if I were going to drive one in a city, I think I'd want to drive the Tumblr from, from the dark Knight, like, and that the dark Knight trilogy, that that's like probably would be my favorite. Yeah. Cause it's like a, it's like a tank basically, but it's like very quick. Um, the Snyder cut, mobile or i guess batman or superman that one was pretty cool i mean all of them have been pretty cool but this one is like the most like if a real person were going to have a real car it would be this one because this this car is like it's a combination of a couple different like 60s and 70s muscles car muscle cars it's like a plymouth barracuda mixed with some other kind of engine it's like yeah some kind of I'm getting Knight Rider vibes, like just by looking at this photo here. I don't know. It's making me like, where's Hasselhoff? Know. You know, <laughs> it's I was, it's I was, cool, though. It's a cool was, car. The first scene where I saw it, I was like, holy shit, Dominique Toretto is here. <laughs> <laughs> the crossover Justin wanted. Family. Family. Yeah. Family. Your, your mom and dad might be gone, but we're family. Right. <laughs> his real, real fan the real bat family shows up and it's the fast family <laughs> and suddenly suddenly we have the the only thing that could rival the mcu if you give if you put the bat family with the fast family kevin feige's gonna be like what the hell i gotta i gotta start <laughs> i got some new ideas because now you've got competition trillion uh, trillion dollar box office hit right there yeah there you go oh my god you know, i think it's dope. i think it's i think it's cool i'd love to drive this car i think it's the way the car enters the movie when it like 
it fires up and it's almost like growling at the penguin so and his sick. guys. Yeah. So sick. And then that whole chase you know scene funny? is like amazing. What? What's that? If if uh if Peacemaker shows up in Gotham and interrupts up, he's like, Hey, <laughs> you you look a guy once new. You look a feminine brown once new. There you go. <laughs> Just cuts off. Did you watch Peacemaker, Frank? I have not. I have not. Uh, it's, it's, it's on my watch list though. Yeah, it's good. Um let's talk about Alfred, man. Uh Oh, wait, wait, but I'm not done with the Batmobile. I'm not done with the Batmobile. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I have questions. What What is the um the Tesseract doing in in the Batmobile? <laughs> like, no, that's the that's the engine firing up. No, this yes, is, it is. This is a it's like a jet shit. engine. This is like the arc reactor that's been put inside the Batmobile. Like, are are we not getting you know Iron Man Tony Tony Stark vibes here? Come on, it's a screen. <laughs> Well, Batman yeah, always has tech. It actually looks like a flame. Like when you see it in the movie, it doesn't look like that because it just looks like a flame shooting out. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. We're just getting a screen grab of right before it lights. Yeah. And, you know, takes you off. Can see the flame there, yeah. Sure. We'll go with that, y'all. I don't know. That's I think it's a cool thing. car. I I would love to have one. I'm not saying otherwise. I'm just saying like we've we've got total, you know, like arc reactor you know vibes inside this vehicle now like um the the back of this car looks pretty freaking sweet once i can get the photo to you know pop up on here here, here uh -huh. we go um yeah i mean this this batmobile thing looks cool i mean i y'all keep saying this is year two year three batman so when you say that you quite literally mean he just became batman like two years yeah. ago is that yeah, this okay. is his second year okay. of being batman yeah so that's I, okay. why that's why all the tech is, you know, it's not completely. Basic. He hasn't got it all figured out yet, and just like okay. how he hasn't got Bruce Wayne figured out either. He's yeah. he's more worried about getting vengeance, which, you know, in the movie they literally call him vengeance. I mean, he says when one of the guys asks him like, "What are you supposed to be?" He's like, after he beats the hell out of the guy, just brutally beats. The I guy. am vengeance. He's like a vengeance, and then you know, throughout the movie, uh, Selena Kyle she calls him vengeance like several times. It's kind of. It's kind of weird, kind of endearing, but also kind of weird. And then at the end of the movie, he realizes. What does he call kind of, her? What does he call her? A kitty? No, he doesn't really cat. call her. <laughs> Pussycat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you, yeah. you added that extra word there. Um, okay. He calls her Selena. <laughs> he calls her Selena, by the way. Frank, you wanted to talk about Alfred. I, I'm very curious about Andy Serkis being Alfred Pennyworth in, in this movie. I didn't get enough Alfred. That's my only beef with this, man. I sh I wish I had more Alfred because Alfred, is, especially be him being year two Batman, Alfred's a former spy. He's pl he's plugged into this world. He 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 knows the ropes. I, I really wish they would have used Alfred a little bit more in the uh, in the, in the detective work. Um, because those those I mean for three hours there was there was. 20, 30, 45 minutes in between, I didn't see Alfred at all. And, and it's just like, dude, I, I need more Alfred. I mean, Andy Serkis yeah. is a great actor. Like, mm -hmm. let's, let's, let's utilize him. The last couple of Alfreds have been really good. Him and then, uh, what's the guy in, in uh, Justice League, that, that Alfred? Oh, you're talking about Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Those are, those, those Jeremy are Irons Alfred. is a legend. Yeah. Yes. Did any of you guys watch that Pennyworth show? I haven't watched it yet, but they're getting a third. The third season is going to be on HBO Max. Hmm. Frank? Oh, maybe I'll watch it. I, I haven't, I haven't watched it. I don't. Okay. I, I don't uh, Batman's I, characters are really not strong enough for me to watch a whole show of a non-Batman character. So I never watched Gotham. I don't care. I don't care about any of the characters like that. Like, Gotham wasn't bad, dude. Like the first couple seasons, I actually, I actually liked it. And then after a while, my, my parents watched Gotham. They it's said just, they enjoyed it. It's just I don't care for Commissioner Gordon. Like I just, yeah. I don't. Mm. I don't, I don't I wasn't 
like if if I watch a superhero adjacent movie about a a, a side character, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fucking watch a cop. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. I'm not like, it has to be like so, so Frank, what really stands out for you at for this Alfred Pennyworth um, adaptation? Like what what stood out for you other than the fact that obviously you there wasn't enough screen time of of this Alfred? I mean, what stood out? The times that he was with Bruce, there's a there's a unforeseen father son connection there. Even though Bruce is still uncertain, like he's still of the death of his family, his mother and father. Alfred, in year two Batman, Alfred's bringing the man, trying to try and keep him on steady on the chorus, like trying to keep him steady on, like, hey, you, you still got to be Bruce Wayne. You still got to do all these things. Um, Batman's just a small part of who you are. So many people count on you. So he, he's giving him advice. And like, so the, the tutelage that I, I love, the tutelage that I saw, kind of when you came and, and, and Christian Bale's the, the, the tutelage uh, section of that of that relationship. Um, I, I love that. And I mean, you can't go wrong with Andy Serkis, man. He's, he's, he's great. Um, I just mm-hmm. wish I, I just wish I was some more of him. Okay. Okay. I'm with that. And, and you say, uh, Jeffrey Wright's character is he's Lieutenant, uh, Gordon in, in this movie. He's not, you know, commissioner yeah, yet. Yeah. Um, uh, and as I mentioned, he, he's the voice of the watcher in what if, um, I think Jeffrey Wright is is a phenomenal actor as well. He's kind of got like this very distinct, you know, voice, which is obviously why he was cast in What If. Um, thoughts on on his portrayal as uh, Gordon? He's also Batman in the Batman Audio Adventures on HBO Max. Too. He does the <laughs> voice of Batman. No, I mean, how funny Jeffrey Wright's awesome. He him and uh, him and Pattinson, him and uh, you know Pattinson's Bruce Wayne uh, Batman. They have they have a great like already like teamwork even though mm-hmm. jeffrey wright admits hey i don't know who, dude i don't know who you are like i, I like I, tr- I trust you but i don't even know your name so um even in year two they have a camaraderie that's really strong and you know like they meet at the bat symbol which is i thought that was kind of a unique take on it, it wasn't just the bat symbol isn't always just a call for batman it's i mean it's a call for batman but it's literally a call like for them to meet up and talk um thought that was a really cool uh addition to the old batman uh mystique or you know story uh mm-hmm. but no he's great i think he's a great uh he's a great uh gordon i mean he's right i mean it's only one movie but he's right there kind of with uh the gordon in uh the dark knight trilogy which i can't gary oldman i think uh, he's gary like oldman. on that level already i think uh, yeah. i see and, and and gary oldman's portrayal as as gordon in that trilogy and I'll, I'm also very partial to Gary Oldman. And like I said, he's fucking legend. You know, he's been Dracula. He's been um, in the Harry Potter movies. He's been in like so many other movies that I can't name, you know, name and rattle off right now. But like he's legend. So I, I guess for me personally, whenever I watch this movie, if I watch this movie, I'm going to be comparing these characters to, you know, their predecessors. Right. Although it's probably yeah, I think that's natural storyline. Yeah. Um, because for me, I think next to the Nolan Batmans, it's going to be the Michael Keaton Batmans for me that come, you know, immediately after. Everything else is just like whatever. Um, yeah, and just that right I, there. Sorry, let me just say this real quick. That right there mm-hmm. is the one thing that DC has an issue with that Marvel doesn't. Because in DC, we've all seen these characters on screen multiple times, whereas in, in Marvel, we haven't. Like right. eventually, one day there will be another Tony Stark, and that's going to be weird but that's going to happen disastrous whereas yeah. with marvel we've 
really have only, I mean, yeah, there's been a couple different takes of Daredevil, but they aren't really connected. And there's been obviously a couple different takes of Spider-Man with Spider-Man, obviously most famously, but they found a way to make that all work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like eventually down the road, there's going to be new actors playing these characters in different takes. And that's, you're going to compare them to what you've seen. That's just natural, you know? So go ahead, Brittany. Yeah. I was just going to say, too, um, you know, we have also had different adaptations of, of The Incredible Hulk as well. But like, Frank, you said something that that made me think, because now I'm on this Charlie Cox Daredevil kick. Um, and I'm hoping because I haven't found a source that confirms it. I'm hoping that when Daredevil and and all come to Disney Plus later this week, that there will be a new season of Daredevil because I need me some more Charlie Cox. I mean, that, that man's incredible as Matt Murdock slash, you know, Daredevil. There was a scene in, in season three, it's kind of a spoiler for Justin, um, where you kind of have like this identity crisis of, you know, is Matt Murdock really Matt Murdock or is he Daredevil, you know, and, and the mask is Matt Murdock, which is very similar to what y'all were talking about earlier with, with this Batman, he is Batman. It the mask that he wears is Bruce Wayne, correct? So, and then the fact that like, I think I shared this with you, Frank, uh, earlier last week of Robert Pattinson, Charlie Cox, and Andrew Garfield, like all were roommates, you know, together growing up. They're all like really good friends, and I was just like, this is just so crazy to see like they all become like superheroes to to a degree, and you know, they're all English with the exception of Andrew Garfield. He was born here, but grew up in England. Sorry, that's just sidebar. Um, but I, I think that dynamic of of that this identity crisis kind of thing is really fascinating. And I, I hope that could be developed because I don't, I don't know how often we've ever seen a Batman kind of like origin story where you see him in the very early stages of, you know, becoming Batman. You know what I mean? Um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale was that way. Uh, well, but aside... Aside from that, he wasn't like an extremely young Batman. Am I am I right or am I right? I mean, it's called Batman Begins. It's where he begins. I mean, yeah, is... but I'm just saying it just seems like Robert Pattinson seems to be like a, a, he appears to be a younger, you know, Batman. I think it's just know, a different take. So that what, George, was that George? You mean like age wise? Age wise, yes. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Well, shit in Gotham, you see Bruce Wayne as a kid. Oh, well, I didn't watch Gotham, so that's what I'm saying. Like I, for me personally, I I haven't seen him. But he wasn't Batman yet. Um, we haven't seen that whole like how he's evolved into coming Batman aside from the Christian Bale one. And I forget about that one because that's not my favorite um one from the the Nolan trilogy. Anyway, I just wanted to point out the parallel of Charlie Cox, Daredevil to Robert Pattinson's Batman. Thank you, Frank, for opening my eyes to Daredevil. <laughs> I should have listened to you earlier. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> well, I mean, Daredevil and Batman are very similar characters. I mean, obviously Daredevil's yeah. blind, but like they're very similar. Like, you know, it's the same Story. thing. He lost his, his dad or his, you know, his dad died. Daredevil's dad died right. and you know he was blinded and, you know, he's also fluent, although he's, you know, you know, he's made his money as a you know, lawyer. He's not a billionaire's son, but but I mean, it's similar. It's it's similar. It's you know, Justin's like he's blind. Bats are blind. Same. Thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. Not, I mean, seriously, like that's not. That's I mean, not there was off. a crossover comic in like the two thousands where it was Daredevil and Batman together. So that oh wow that yeah, I'm you know I'm not the only person to make this uh, comparison or this analog. So that's true. That's cool. So Justin, I know you have rankings 
of I do, Batman's. but but before before I get to that, I want to talk about okay. the music. Well, for, let's, there's one more actor I want to highlight. Okay, and that's John Turturro who plays Carmine Falcone. Hmm. Great I thought I I I knew he was Carmine Falcone going into the movie, but I thought I didn't know he was going to have such a huge part in the movie. What did y'all, George? Start with you. What did you think about John Turturro's uh, Carmine Falcone? Yeah, no, I I, I love that guy's actor. Yeah, and pretty much in every role he's in, he always does great. Uh, but no, he was he was cool. He, he played him like a, a like a badass mob boss, head of the family, whatever. And uh, I guess seeing that relationship with his daughter uh with a cat woman mm-hmm. that that was interesting definitely he tried to kill her that shit was wild yeah like he uh, killed her mother apparently by yeah. strangling her yeah. yes that was that was pretty fucked up and honestly like i don't know how Catwoman missed that shot it was insane she literally had them right there it's impossible to miss like that uh but honestly he he, he He's a badass actor, and I think he did great in the role. Yeah, Frank, what'd you think about Falcone? What'd you think about him being Catwoman's father and the whole Wayne's Falcone's uh, tie-in? That that came up a rebel, but what, the two twenty mark of the movie when I, when I came yeah. up. By then, I was already fatigued. I was just like, "Bro, let's let's wrap this shit up." Like it was, it was just, it was. They had Falcone doing way too much with the whole Thomas Wayne uh, scenario. You know, Thomas Wayne wanted wanted him to scare the witness, and him killing Thomas Wayne and killing Catwoman's mom. It was just it was just too much. Uh, I just feel like, I mean, the actor the actor himself did a great job, but I don't know. I just feel like they they, they connected Batman and Selena way too much because because like in 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 the comic books. They really just me out of nowhere. There's no connection as far as the origin stories and how like yeah. the life was affected by one man. So um, I get it. Matt Reeves is trying to make his own his own path with all these origin stories. It just I don't know. I, I don't want to get too convoluted from the from the actual Batman storyline as it is. Hmm. Um, but the actor did a great job. I mean, he he was great in Transformers. He's he's great on a bunch of other movies I've seen him in. Yeah, I mean the there are some comics where Carmine Falcone is uh, Catwoman's father, so that's not totally really? like new. Yeah, there, that's, oh, that's that. not a totally new idea. But um, you know, the thing that, about the 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 whole Falcone and Wayne thing that I, I enjoyed is th- there's a video game series called there's like a Telltale series that's on like PlayStation, Xbox the last couple of years, and in that storyline. The Waynes are not good people. The Waynes are gangsters, and Bruce learns that they're gangsters, and so he and he learns from Carmine Falcone in a, in a very similar sequence where he's like at a pool table and Carmine Falcone's playing, like like what happens in the movie, and he explains, "Hey, your dad is dirty as hell." And in this movie, they hint that that's the case because there's this journalist. Uh, his name is something Elliot. It's uh, let me look up real quick. His name is. It's like Tommy. Okay, so the 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 journalist's name is Edward Elliot, and he has got some dirt on the Waynes and the fact that Martha, you know, Martha is actually from the Arkham family. Yeah, and the Arkham family—they're this powerful family, and so are the Waynes. So they're you know their their houses merge, if you will. And apparently, we find out that Martha had mental problems, and Thomas was trying to keep that on the down low. This journalist discovered this, and. 
you know, Thomas Wayne basically was offering hush money, which they show hush on the screen in big letters, which hush is a Batman villain whose name is Thomas Elliot, who is the great grandson of this journalist who goes after Batman because of what happened to his, his great grandfather. So I like how they set that up. And I don't know that everyone understood that. If you have to be really like deep into Batman, but there's a Batman animated movie from like the last couple of years called hush Hush, on HBO max. It's pretty good. It's based on this whole storyline. Um, so I like that part of it, but with the, the whole, like Wayne's being bad guys, Carmine Falcone's like, yeah, your dad was, you know, your dad was a bad man or he did, he did bad stuff or whatever. And then the very next scene, uh, Bruce goes to the hospital where Alfred is and Alfred's like, no, that's not the case. Like your dad, like, yeah, your dad, you know, did made a mistake, but he wasn't like, he didn't have this guy killed and he was going to go to the cops and say, look, this is not what I wanted to happen or whatever. And so they kind of did it like part way. They kind of made the Waynes be dirty. Whereas in all the other movies, the Waynes are like, like God level, you know, like they're just like this, these, they're like the greatest people that ever lived. And so I did like how they kind of dirtied up the family because that made sense for the way Pattinson's portrayal of the character. Um, But they didn't go all the way. And I kind of understand that because it is kind of weird for like, you know, Bruce's family to be completely dirty. But uh, anyway, I really enjoyed that part of the movie. And obviously Falcone was, he was great. Like I said, I knew he was in the movie, but I had no idea he had such a huge part in the movie. Um, so that pretty much wraps up all the, the main characters in the movie. Um, what did y'all think about the music in this movie? It was great. Yeah. Especially like the, the, the scenes where the, the race car scene, like where, where they're driving. That was my favorite. Uh, that was my favorite setup for, with the beat that was going off. It was so fucking sick. Yeah. The, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. And then like, it's I like how like that Star Wars. Like, it, yeah, it, I was just yeah. going to say no, that it does. sounds very Star Wars. It does, but it's good. And then the way like they took that song, something in the way, which is a Nirvana song and the way they weave that song into the movie twice and the way that song, they added that that theme to that song, yeah. Right? You know, because it's kind of in that song anyway. Mm-hmm. It's so brilliant. And that Michael Giacchino, he's the guy that did the the Tom Holland Spider Man movie. So this guy like is on a roll right now with the yeah. with music. And I think like the score for this movie, I think is like the most. I I mean, like the thing about Batman is you've had great scores. Also, you like from the the Tim Burton movies with Danny Elfman to the Dark Knight trilogy with Hans Zimmer. The Hans Zimmer ones are just so epic. And the way those three movies end with that music, that dun, 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 that, like that's just such an awesome like soundtrack. But I think this movie is like right up there with those, like because of the soundtrack, it's so strong. And it's where like, for example, like the Snyder cut, or at least the Batman vs Superman didn't have that. Like Batman had a theme, but like as big of a fan of this stuff as I am, I couldn't tell you that theme. Whereas like, I know those themes these other Batman movies or these other Superman movies or whatever, you know, the theme right away. It just wasn't as like the script and it wasn't as like, it wasn't as much of a standout as it was in this movie. So anyway, I really enjoyed the score. Um, Yeah. So I guess I did some rankings that I posted on Twitter a little over a week ago of all the Batman movies. And uh, so Brittany's got that on the screen. So my one like little, caveat was well there's actually two it was gonna be only live action so no animated stuff no lego batman no mask of the phantasm 
and it was going to be movies, solo Batman movies. So I didn't count the Snyder cut. I didn't count Batman versus Superman because that's not really a Batman movie. It's not really a Superman movie. It's not. It's like a pre-Justice League movie. So anyway, here are my rankings. I got the Dark Knight number one, Batman Begins number two, Dark Knight Rises three, the Batman checks in at number four. I've got Batman 89 at five, Batman Forever at six, Batman Returns at seven, Batman 66 at eight, and then Batman and Robin at last at ninth. What what do y'all think about those rankings and how would y'all rank the Batman movies? Ooh. So I'm going to have to put the Batman dead last for me because I obviously have not watched it. That's just, you know, because I have to. Um, I think, Justin, I might be pretty on par with you with the exception of switching Batman Begins with uh, Dark Knight Rises, uh, just because that's my least favorite out of the Nolan trilogy. Um, but then everything else just like moves up, you know, one spot. So I was flip those two around and then I have to put for me the Batman at the very, very end because I haven't seen it. Okay. George, what do you think about how would you rank the Batman movies? I agree with your entire list, except, uh, Batman begins at three dark Knight rises at two. Okay. George, what do, you, Frank, what do you think? Yeah. Frank? I'm in a minority. I, I I love Tom Hardy's Bane. He's my favorite Batman villain of all time. Yeah. So I got Batman Dark Knight Rises one, Dark Knight two. Um, Batman Begins like is mm, the third will probably be Batman Batman eight nineteen eighty nine. Fourth the Batman. I never seen the the nineteen sixty eight Batman. Is that the one with Adam West? Yeah, yeah. sixty six. Yeah, sixty six. Yeah. I seen TV show, but not the, not the actual movie. Um. So I'll put, I'll put that second last and Batman and Robin last. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I think that this movie, I don't think it's better than the Nolan movies, but I think it's, it's, it's up there. It's very good. I mean, like, I don't think it's like, it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's like, you know, for like, I don't, so, so like, if you ask me like, what's better, this or Spider-Man No Way Home, I think that's a tough that's a tough one for me to answer because I think Spider-Man No Way Home is just filled with like these epic moments that I'll remember forever. So I, I think it stands out. But I mean, this is a this is a very good movie. You know what I'm saying? This is like a very good self-contained that's, movie. That's not a comparison for me, dude. Like, it's <laughs> not even close. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I I, yeah. I understand, but I mean, like, this movie is like not like I, like I like. People that think that that like Batman versus Superman is better than this, I just don't. Oh I don't God. see how. I don't That'd see be, how. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like this, like there's stuff in this movie you can poke holes in, but like they explain almost everything, and everything kind of makes sense. Like that's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of want to. That's just I wanna, my soapbox. I I want to throw in the joke. I want to throw in the Joker on here. I mean, I know it's not like in the same you know, line of things, but in the terms of, you know, live action solo. But there's no um, Batman in the Joker. I I mean, he's a kid. Okay. You, know, pointed that out you, you just point out. I know. No Batman. Okay. <laughs> I know that. I know. I'm just saying, I want to throw in the Joker here just because I really enjoy the Joker. I mean, it's, it's within that world, but it's obviously not a Batman movie, but that would be okay. number one for me. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Let's get to now. Like, just like, what are some of your favorite things and what are some nitpicks? So let's start out with like what 
what are some favorite things that we we haven't talked about that y'all want to mention in the movie? Can I can I throw in something with that too? What are your favorite things, and then what would you change okay. in the movie? Yeah, someone else go first. Let me think. <laughs> I've got a couple of things if you want me to. Um, I like the contact lenses thing. That was cool with the tech. You know, the, oh. the contact lenses that recorded whatever it saw. Oh. And he had Selena wear them to that club. Um, I thought that I thought the contact lens tech was really cool. Um, I liked the part at the end whenever after he took that gunshot blast into the chest, you think he's about to die. And he from his utility belt, he pulls out this like green, which I appeared to be like a adrenaline Lantern? shot or something. No, it was an adrenaline shot, but it was green, which is green like the venom in Batman, which venom is how Bane is created in the comics. And so I wonder, do y'all think that was Venom? Because Batman I, uses Venom in the comics before before Bane was created. Because like he he takes that stuff out, jams it in his leg, and then that like you know fires him up because he was looked like he was about to die there for a second. You know what I'm talking about when they when they were like in that Gotham Square Garden and he's yeah you know, took that final shot. Yeah, what what did what you think about that, Frank? I just thought it was just just pure adrenaline that he that he, okay. he keeps just in case he gets fucked off and he needs he needs an extra pick me up. Um, <laughs> but I mean that's that's a good that's a good that's a, that's 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 a good thought though. It could be it could be Venom. Um, one thing I did like about this movie, I love how violent Batman was. Um, yeah. Being so young, miss, all that anger and frustration that he's been through from his adolescence to now, not knowing how to. Ha- Hone that anger. I thought that was, I thought Pants did a great job of like breaking that down and showcasing that that this this Batman is fiery. He he's like even even the scenes of going to that the Iceberg Club like by himself like well all these mobsters not not thinking like Batman a season Batman when I done that you know what I'm saying but like you know somebody who's who's just drunk on rage. Um, I thought he did a great job of showing that in the film. Is there anything that you would have changed in the movie? I, I, uh, I mean, one one thing y'all talked about kind of consistently is that it's too long of a movie. Yeah, it's some of the scenes just just drug, and drug, and drug, and um, I I could have I could have used less Batman staring into the abyss scenes. Um, <laughs> Like it, it, it was very. That's channeling his e- inner emo, Kurt Cobain, Edward Cullen. I don't know. Look, man, I, I love, I love Nirvana, man. But I, I, I didn't go to see, I didn't go to bat to see a Nirvana film. I, I didn't <laughs> see a Batman film. Like, um, I just, I don't know. That that was just weird to me. But, mm. um, yeah, if if it was cut down forty minutes, I think it, it would have been perfect. Okay. All right. Hey, George, you have anything you would like to change or anything else that you want to talk about that we haven't mentioned? Uh, the one thing I really enjoyed the movie, it was the cinematography, like the color grading, like the editing on this movie, like just looked yeah. fucking sick. Like it looked, it's probably like my favorite, like interpretation of Gotham, like how it looked like and like how they made it, but they portrayed it. It just looked fucking cool. Um, the thing that I would have changed is the timing and they cut down scenes, probably like cut down some of the 
how long it takes them to solve some of these fucking riddles. Uh, Falcone, I feel like got way too much fucking time. Like they could have wrapped up his story in like maybe like ten to fifteen minutes, and like shown that his he was a rat the entire time. Like that, I don't know. I, I feel like that could have been summed up a little quicker. So one other question I have for y'all, again, haven't seen the movie. Does this movie leave it open for a sequel? Oh yeah. Yeah, this will there will be a sequel. Like this is just the okay. beginning of this. I mean, it hasn't been announced yet, but there's gonna be a sequel. Um, okay. Uh, before I With- get to the, what's next, I just wanted to say real quick. Um, one of the nitpicks I had, much like how I thought Batman got shot a lot, is like to me the the mayor elect, she should have died. Like Oh, the one that was shot. She, yeah. yeah, like because like she took a gunshot or a couple of gunshots to the chest, and like you know, she went from being laid out on the ground to a few minutes later, she's like, you know, taking Batman's hand and walking through the water. And it's like she should have been either dead or very much in a bad shape. You know what I'm saying? Like that seemed like because I mean they had point blank range, they shot her a couple of times, I think. So that was I didn't really like that part of it either. Not that I'm advocating for people to assassinate political <laughs> figures, but uh, in that sense, like either, either there should have been a, a, a miss or it should have like got her. I mean, they got her right in the chest. Like if, if they got her in the shoulder. Okay. Or like the leg, I get it. But like, it's like right to the chest. And it's like, I mean, Gordon drags her off the stage. Like she's, you know, a 80 pound sack of potatoes or something. You know, like, not like she's even a person. And then, <laughs> And then literally five minutes later, she's up and moving around and taking Batman's hand. And she's then she's at the press conference speaking afterwards that, you know, Gotham is going to rise from this and get better. And it's like she would be so dead or like, you know, on fumes like, you know, like you wouldn't be doing that. Their new motto is we're vengeance. (laughs) She can be my mayor any day of the week. Oh, my goodness. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be a show without Frank, you know, saying that. Saying I mean, that, you know, that was, I mean, that was that, a, that was a speak, sexy politician. Speaking of that, like with her, just her name. Her name was Bella Real. Was the her, the character's name, and so in her, you know, she's running for mayor during the movie, and so you'd see these like ad campaigns that like you know, it's like real change or real change. You know, like that's what they're. I like that stuff. I like the whole renewal project that Thomas Wayne had started, which that's how they, you know, how these. uh gangsters basically funneled all this money and it was basically and renewal was like literally all over the movie everywhere you went you saw that word i thought that was pretty clever in how they real, worked all that in there real vengeance <laughs> yeah I, I don't know I, I thought there were like so much of this movie was was very clever and mm. some of it again it, it was a little bit too long but uh but some 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 clever stuff and i i, I give them credit for you know having you're doing something different you know you're doing something that uh, you know, we've had so many versions of this character. You got to be do something different. I think they did that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. I will, the Batman. I will, the, go ahead. I will say this: the Riddler was a little bit too stealthy for me. He murked a lot of cats, dog, in this movie, and he he's not stealthy like that. Like that. Like he was a little bit too ninja like the way he murked all these people in the, in, in this in this movie. I'm like, come on, bro. Urkel did all this, dog. Really? Like this this this, this is what we doing now? Well, I mean, who, who did he? He killed the mayor. He killed the police commissioner, and he killed Falcone. The, the dirty and a dirty cop as well, right? And the DA. DA, yeah. Yeah. 
He killed a lot of high ranking people, man. He killed at least five to six people. Yeah, he killed yeah, a lot. Yeah, of and then of course he had his group of people that you know were helping him out at the end. But he did um, all the killings himself. There was no. Yeah, like, no, I know, I know. Instrument. I was like, oh, I was like, I don't, I don't know. It's believable. I don't know. But I thought I they did a good is job. His char- is this character like a loser in the comic books or what? <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, a loser. I mean, the, yeah, in the he, book, like he's, he's, a, he's a scientist. He's, he's a loner. I mean, he's yeah. a. Like I said, this he's a forensic accountant, you know, and uh, I mean, he's, still, he's still pretty fucking weird, but yeah, he's, yeah. he's still yeah, that's is the only he, thing that they have. Is he still Edward Nigma? No, no it's, it's Edward something else. Edward Nashton. Oh, oh. Yeah. I like the name Nigma. <laughs> yeah, Enigma. Enigma. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I'm 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 very partial to Jim Carrey in general. So like his silliness that you know was shown in the Riddler and Batman Forever, um, yeah, which yeah. is the first movie, the first Batman movie I ever saw in theaters, uh, and sat front row and deeply regretted it thereafter. Mm-hmm. Um, it it has a special place in my heart. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, what, it's, it's it's a great one. What could could we hope to see in the sequel to the Batman? Well, what do, first what do off. Think? We're gonna get a penguin uh HBO Max series. Ooh, that's coming. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then we're also gonna get a originally it was gonna be a GC GCPD show, but now it's gonna be it's GCPD, but it's with Arkham Asylum. So it's gonna be an Arkham Asylum HBO Max show. So we're getting the mm-hmm. penguin and Arkham Asylum. I think Batman might make an appearance in each each series, like maybe one appearance. So that that's yeah. kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um the sequel hasn't been announced, but there will be a sequel. Obviously, it's going to make a billion dollars. So this is going to be connected. These shows are going to be connected to this movie. Yes. Batman universe. Yes. Yes. This Matt Reeves Pattinson universe is going to have shows. And just like how, you know, like how Peacemaker is connected to the Suicide Squad, gotcha. which is also connected to DCU. This is going to be these shows are going to be connected to the Matt Reeves okay. Batman. Yeah. Gotcha. So. Like I said, because Batman has so many characters, there's so many options for movies and for shows. So, could Catwoman be getting her own solo film? She could be, but nothing like that's been announced yet. I think that's probably down the road. Uh, um, I mean, the way the way that Catwoman and Batman part in this movie, she even says she's going to Bloodhaven, which that's where Nightwing is. Titans. that's where, that's where night- Come on. Yeah. Girl, so I, she shows them Titans, bro. I, I, I might scream like a little 14 year old girl. No, <laughs> she, she won't be in Titans. They won't be connected to that. But, you know, the way it's you set gave up, up, you gave up Frank's dreams and hopes. Man. No, I'm just saying the fact that they name checked <laughs> Bloodhaven. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah, like, in, in the dope. novel, they name checked Metropolis. But they, I mean, yeah. but they do make it seem like it's further away, which, of course, that makes way more sense than what happened with the BVS. Not across the river. Not across the street. Yeah, where you can everyone can see the bat symbol. Like that just doesn't doesn't make sense. Like Batman and Superman have been in the same area for eighteen months, but neither one of them know about the other one. It's like, are they are they are they Daredevil? Are they blind too? I mean, like oh, even wow. even Daredevil would figure that out. You know, like even no. he would. You know, well, um, he would hear it. I'm sure. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you, you think so? Like <laughs> all when, all when, the way from Hell's Kitchen, he'd hear when, it. Okay. When Clark Kent works for the greatest newspaper in the world, and then he goes to an event. He doesn't know who Bruce Wayne is, who is one of the richest people in the world, and also the richest person in the town next to his. Like, yeah. And at, at no point did Superman, when he's flying, see the bat symbol, which is right in his fucking backyard. <laughs> I mean, it's just like it just the logic doesn't make sense. No. Um, no. But yeah, we've got. I mean, the movie. Uh, 
there's going to be a sequel, but that's a good question. What would y'all like to see in the sequel? Mm-hmm. Or who would you like to see in the sequel? Um, what, are, what are other characters, Frank? You named some off earlier that haven't really been featured in other Batman either series or, or movies, that kind of thing. Like what, what characters would you like to see maybe come out? The other Robins, like the Tim Drakes, the, uh, the, what's the other Robin, George? Second Robin, I think Dick Grayson. Uh, Jason, Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Yeah. But that, that probably won't come out for another few years if, if he does come out. But, mm-hmm. but we've seen a Dick Grayson, uh, on the on the on the big screen, but we haven't seen the other yep. Robin characters. Batwoman, um, uh, you know, if 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 Jeff if Wright has you know Commissioner Gordon's daughter Barbara Gordon, mm-hmm. uh, that'd be a dope. That'd be a dope. Uh, I know Alicia Silverstone played um, Batwoman in one of the Batman films. It was it Forever? Or Batman yeah, she. Batman Batman Robin. Robin. Yeah. She was um she was Alfred's uh, niece in that adaptation yeah yeah if, if we can get that maybe um a barbara gordon that'd be that'd be that'd be dope um yeah i, I want to see more of the bat family like and then you have damon wayne damian wayne you probably want to see yeah. him because you know that's he he's you know but yeah but more of the bat family i think it'll be kind of dope i have a friend who named his son damian because of damian wayne <laughs> <laughs> He's a badass man, Damon Wayne. Yeah, I mean, apparently, apparently. I mean, Dick Grayson. If Dick Grayson's there, but Damon's like right there, like he. But Damon kills too, so that's why he's such a bad. He he, he does everything anti-Batman, anti-Robin. He actually kills like his. Oh, villain, yeah. So yeah. Ra's al Ghul is his grandfather. So yeah. yeah. So it's, oh it's, snap. Yeah. So Talia is his mother. So that's and Batman's yeah. obviously his dad. So yeah. Okay. Okay. But it's, yeah, so that that would be dope to see him on screen one one day. What about y'all, uh, George, Justin? Anything you'd like to see in the upcoming movie? Any particular characters? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Not characters. As long as the story is makes sense and is good, I think I'm for it. Cool. I, I yeah, I mean, it, I I agree with George. Like whatever the story calls for, as long as it makes sense. I I have heard that there's been talk that maybe Mister Freeze would be the villain in the next movie. <laughs> And it's going to be a more obviously more grounded version of Mister Freeze. It won't be like the frozen guy that we saw in Schwarzenegger back yeah. in oh, Batman man. Robin. So that could be Good cool, you know. Like yeah. the Scarecrow that we saw in Titans was awesome. Yeah, and that definitely, you know, you could definitely. I mean, obviously Scarecrow was in the Dark Knight trilogy, you know, not too long ago. But you can definitely do these supernatural characters. Yeah. I mean, all these guys, even like Killer well, Killer Croc, might be tough because Killer Croc is a mm-hmm. giant, you know, crocodile who lives in the sewers of Gotham. But um, a lot of these characters, you can, I think there's a way to do them and not make them silly. You know, like they fit into yeah. the grounded uh, world that Matt Reeves is trying to present. For sure. So, with that being said, we are, have approached our one hour, 30 minute time. Yep. So, that pretty much does yeah. it. Yeah, I think we're good on the Batman. Uh, tell us how people can find us on social media, Brittany, if you would, please. Simply follow the Watchers in the Basement on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can just type in, like I said, the Watchers in the Basement. You can also help grow our audience by using the hashtag Watchers Basement on Twitter, Instagram, even Facebook. Yes, you can. You can do that. (laughs) That will 
help us immensely. And lastly, if you're not into video podcasts, not into checking us out on YouTube during our live streams, we will be sure to upload the audio podcast to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We also appreciate if you gave us a five-star rating if you've enjoyed this podcast. And shout out to our friend Nick from Walking in the Woods in the UK. Um, he recently did a Batman trivia over on his channel this past Saturday and gave us a shout out about our podcast. So all the way from across the pond, we appreciate your support of this channel and our little podcast. You know, we said it before, we said it again. We're not a large podcast podcast but we are a proud one <laughs> yeah Brittany, thank you and thanks again to nick for the shout out i i watched some of that on saturday it was a great show and i appreciate that so thank you very much mm -hmm. uh before we go the last thing i'll say is um i recommend everyone should watch the adam project on netflix it's pretty good um, let's move this yeah, it's, on my list. It's, uh, it's worth checking out it's pretty fun so uh anyway we'll, we'll be back soon with more talk maybe we'll talk about the boys diabolical that animated show um the season yes up pretty soon so uh so excited hopefully we'll see y'all soon so for Brittany, for george for frank this is justin saying we'll see y'all later thank you peace